What's going on, my friends? Welcome to episode 47 of the Get Iggy Out Podcast. Bring you the hot stakes, latest stories, and spicy picks showing New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia, National, and International Sports. Hosted by your Shuli, Adam Rosani, Jordan Sarah, by Michael Cardiam, Alex Reach, and Sam Morell. You can listen to the podcast right now on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter at GetTheGameOnP. Hold up, Adam. I'm just laughing at Chris's dancing. I'm looking at Sam, laughing at Sam dancing on the screen. <laughs> and with all said, it's time to get a game on. Michael interrupted the intro there. I'm, I'm sorry. I just see Sam dancing on the screen. I that saw it just... too, and I didn't stop my intro to comment on it. It made me laugh. But Sam, nice dancing there. You got any thoughts you want to say on that? <laughs> Just no, <laughs> <laughs> Sam. I love you, brother. <laughs> oh my god, that was funny. It's like I, I, like, I was just hearing the intro. I'm just like, no, I'm just gonna vibe to this shit real quick. <laughs> oh, so my intro is that good that you can vibe to it. Yeah, I, you, I'll take that as a compliment. Adam, he's speaking sarcasm. You should know that. Okay, I'm taking it as a compliment. <laughs> Adam, I gotta teach you sarcasm, man. <laughs> Trust me, I I know sarcasm. Yo, yeah. you know who taught me sarcasm? Alex Long. Alex Long, one of my best friends, taught you sarcasm. Oh, oh no, I thought that was God. my brother. Did he ever teach me sarcasm? Oh, I thought that was. Guess my who brother. he learned he sarcasm, sarcasm from? He, Alex Long learned it from me. So damn. So I am your sarcasm grandfather, bitch. <laughs> All right, Adam, what we got on the show today? All right, Alex, if you're listening to this, shout out to you, by the way, from your buddies from high school, Adam Grisani and Maya Cunningham. But, guys, like, this is basically going to cover all the stories that uh, we were supposed to get into that episode, but we couldn't because all the Yankees talk. But, I mean, it's kind of like been a week old now. But, guys, guess what? The two New York football teams actually won a game. Uh, I'm not clapping for that shit. Oh, God bless America. I'm not not clapping for that shit. I mean, the Giants, they're supposed to win. And the Jets... They're supposed to tank. I'm sorry. (laughs) I um, I can't celebrate that one. I really can't celebrate. (laughs) What the hell am I celebrating for? I'm a Jet and Cowboy fan. I can celebrate for the Cowboys winning. Who are going to beat the Giants on Sunday. If you're oh, a Jets fan, you if you're a Jets fan, you you want them to go zero and sixteen this season, just so that they you want them to have the Browns record, but we can't do that. You know, the only yeah. reason that um the only reason I'll disagree with you, Sam, there is that you want to see Zach Wilson perform well if you're a Jets fan. And you know oh, hold on, a good game. Like he showed you a lot of like what he um did at BYU. Well, that is just one game bro. throws. Oh, yo! Remember that? Like on the we watch the game, he had that one really amazing throw. I forget which who it was, but and I'm not disagreeing with anything you just said, buddy. But think about it. That's just one game because you can yeah. be great one game and you can do shit. So he, yeah, like, I think that game can prove that. Oh, I could play in the league. That means I could play in the league. But if he does it consistently, that means he's really a good quarterback. He's just trying to put his foot in the door, you know. I won the starting spot and I had to back it up. Zach Wilson's at that stage is like, can I win a football game in the NFL? And you and you were the second draft pick in the whole entire 2021 NFL draft, I believe, right, Sam? Right out? 
was the second overall pick. Yeah. Yeah. Second, second overall, overall pick. pick. You're the second overall pick going to like the most history football. Alex, I'll get you in a second, big dog. You have the have the most loyalist fan base besides the Seahawks and the Cowboys or the Jets. Here's the thing about Jets fans. We are impatient when it comes to football. We haven't won a Super Bowl since 69. Hell, my sperm wasn't even alive then and my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to say that, but it's true. Analogy. That's a great analogy. You could have said, said when Stephen A. Smith had a hairline, like could have just said something like that. Okay. Like, oh, I swear, I'm gonna have to suspend you for an episode one day. I'm telling you, but it's gonna happen. You're not gonna suspend me. I mean, this show, it's just but all joking aside, Zach Wilson. Has to get to my point. Zach Wilson won a game that proves that he could play in the league. You know, I mean, you could have a great game, but you could also be a quarterback that could play in the league or that can tank. They had high hopes for what's this one quarterback, Johnny Mendoza, the one that did the, the throw, the circle, there's like the running in circles throw pass. Mm-hmm. They had high hopes for him. Two, what happened? Two or three years he was in the league. When they did, did terrible, had to go to the CFL league. That's how bad he was. Here's the thing, but though. I won Zach Wilson. If that team is big enough, should I go ahead? Yeah, uh, Alex was really being patient, so I felt bad. All right, hey, Boogie, say what you got to say, biz- buzzing. Oh, uh, I don't know if you know, uh, the Jets have – a game at 9.30 a.m. on Sunday. Oh, yeah, probably... the London game, right? That's the London yeah. game. I believe it's against Atlanta. Yeah. I think no, they're losing. They're losing. Actually, I they're think losing. That's a... Actually, I think that's a game that they, they, could, that they could win. Atlanta's not a great team. Atlanta's not a great team. I mean, the Jets, are, the Jets are worse, but I would be shocked if the Jets were able to steal that one. Wait, I I, I know shocked. I disagree. If we can't win a game in our own country, what things do you think we can win a game in a different country? Come on yeah, now. We like... suck bad in this country so bad. What things do you think we can win a, a game in another country, Adam? In yeah. another continent, in another form away from the planet. That's how but bad we did we win a game this past week. One, one game. One game. One game. Adam, one I'm game. a Jet fan and I'm saying this. Adam. Yeah, I agree. We can't I, I win said, a game if we can't win a game on in the U.S. What things you think we can win a game in in Great Britain? That's not possible for us. We <laughs> barely gotta play American football. Imagine we try to be in the England league. That's so bad. <laughs> um, what's it called? I'm just gonna add something though, real quick about Zach Wilson that you brought up. Um, one thing I will mention is like, yeah, this is one game, but I feel like this is a positive for Judge fans at least because. You gotta remember, like, I, not even like two weeks ago, like when I first joined the show, I was talking about Zach Wilson and how like he has these high expectations, and he was god awful in that game. Like, and he was, and again, he was a second round draft pick, and he was god awful. Like, he got outplayed by someone who had no rights outplaying him. Now, at least we see he's growing, and we see what he can do right now. Like we see, like what happens if his potential gets better yeah. and better and better. So, right now, that's like I'm a Ravens fan, so like 
I don't really care about the Jets, but just looking at this from a logical perspective, the best thing the Jets can do is tank. Like, I'm serious. If they tank and they pair Zach Wilson up with a good running back or a good wide receiver, like a top prospect in one of those two areas, they're going to be fine for the future. Honestly, they're going to be fine. Because Zach Wilson, I can see becoming a really good quarterback. Not like this mega star type quarterback, but like a, a solid like star to maybe even superstar in the future. Sam, I see what you're saying, but the one thing you do risk when you say tank is that you do kind of risk messing up Zach Wilson's development. Like if you're That's... just playing to lose games, then um then you risk messing up Zach Wilson's development. Now I understand if you're a Jets fan, you're, you're rooting for him to lose, but like so it's rooting for him to lose so that way he can get a higher pick. But at the same time, you also want Zach to see Zach Wilson grow and develop. That's that's the big thing for the Jets this season. Like Sam, you heard you've heard me say this over and over again, and the Jets cannot make the same mistake with Zach Wilson that they made with Sam Darnold. They cannot do that. Adam, here's the difference though. The Jets with them, with um what, what was his name again? Um Adam Gase. At yeah, whoever. the worst head coach the, in the history of oh, yeah. football. That's what I'm saying. They had a really bad head coach, and they had a pretty good team. But again, they had a pretty good team with one of the worst coaches. That's going to mean a low record no matter what. The Jets with Zach Wilson could try to win every single game, and they will still lose. It's not like with the other Jets where it's like, oh, they have to try to like actually tank in order to like, you know, they have to try to actually lose and not play up to their potential. The Jets can play as hard as they want and they'll still tank. Like Zach Wilson's going to be fine because like he's going to be playing his heart out and he's still going to lose. So you're still going to raise his potential raise his like you know how good he is his skill level and then you add someone on they have the chance to at least like make some type of noise for at least a playoff appearance if they make the right picks and the right moves next yeah so for next season is where we're really gonna start like um we're just needing to make sure i I gotta stay up here just and take this season if if by like week if by this time next year, Jets fans are saying tank the season, we're going to have problems. If, if by this time, Jets fans are saying tank the season, I'm just saying, why are you a Jets fan? <laughs> like, you have, you have Atlanta, you have the Ravens, you have the Chiefs, you have the Giants. You, you literally have another team. Like right next to you, like it's not like it's oh, it's only the Jets and I'm a New Yorker, so like I'm I need to be. Je- you have the Giants, the Giants, the Giants. I just want to make sure they're New York, right? That says New York, not New Jersey. Yep, they're New York. Yeah. Okay, I I just want to make sure because people will say like oh, well the New York, like the New York Giants they play in East Rutherford and that's in New Jersey. I'm like, are they considered New York? Well, yeah, they're the New York Giants. All right, so that's a New York team. Just to switch to the Giants, trust me, you'll be happy as a Giants fan. You'll be happy as a Giants fan. And don't worry, Giants fans, actually, that's a lie. Giants fans are just as cocky as Cowboy fans, just that we don't complain nearly as much. But that's that's a whole other story. 
Um, but yeah, it's like by this time next year, if they're saying tank, I, I would give up on the Jets. I seriously would until they get their act together. I would give Bitch, up on the Jets no ne- by yeah by like next year if this is the same thing. I'm giving up on the Jets. Like all hope. Like it. They they need to like. I said before, if they up. mess up Zach Wilson, then that's it. Yeah, no quarterback's like ever gonna walk under the Jets again. No quarterback, no player's gonna want to come to the Jets again. Uh, I I gave up on life on the Jets. I gave up on the Jets. That's how bad it is. My two favorite teams are the Cowboys and the Jets, and I love them both equally. My room used to be paint. My room back in the day was painted half and half blue. And green and yellow and purple for the Lakers, Cowboys, and Jets. Took out the green shit because of the, just looking at the Jets made me pitiful. Pitiful. Mm-hmm. But all joking all right. aside, I think to add on what Sam, what the homie Sam just said, I believe that Zach Wilson has the potential to yeah. be a great quarterback. He has the potential. He has the tools. He has the bag. But let's see if they can put it together. Sam Darnold, who I thought was the biggest bust as a quarterback, as a Jet fan, went, went to the Panthers. He turned that son of a bitch and flipped that shit upside down. Mm-hmm. What? And he made them what? Three and one? Yeah. So Sam Darnold, who I want to tell people, is going to be comeback player of the year, in my opinion. If not, he's probably a finalist if they keep playing great. Yeah. And I was, and I, I want somebody to deny it or like I want to hear their reason if they don't have Sam Donald as comeback player of the year. If, and I'm gonna tell you this on paper: if if the Cowboys keep winning and Dak Prescott keeps playing great, Prescott 2022 MVP for the regular season. No, no. If he plays great, <clears throat> if he's winning and then he keeps. Throwing three hundred, Sam. Let's be realistic. I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to be biased. I'm being as a football fan. I think only three players are going to have a, is going to be between Brady, Mahomes, Ford, Jackson, and 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 and, and Prescott. Four you players. said three. You said three players. And you named four. No, I said, and I said, I named four players. No, yeah, that, Sorry, um, I, what's it called? I, I get, I get what you mean by Dak Prescott, and he's having an amazing season. I'm, I'm not going to deny that Prescott's having an amazing season. But I think Lamar Jackson, I, and I'm not saying this because oh, I'm a Ravens fan. Like I get, I'm a Ravens fan. Bias. <laughs> but I feel like Lamar Jackson. I feel like he'll have a better chance of winning it just because one, and I'm just, I'm just being real with you. More people like more people would rather a Ravens player or like any other team other than a Cowboys player get it just because of the Cowboy fans. Now you're, you're different and I appreciate that. The Cowboy fan, Cowboy fans, you know how they get. They're very distasteful. I'll say that word. They're very distasteful usually. And second of all, distasteful is accurate. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and second of all, and more importantly, though, for the longest time, people have been saying, like, when is Lamar Jackson going to make that jump? 
Like we know he's that type of dude, but when he's going to make the MVP jump, now he's at that MVP jump. So they're going to try to give it to him because they've been trying to get the narrative of Lamar Jackson versus Patrick Mahomes for now the past like two or three seasons. And it hasn't happened because Lamar Jackson's been like a star borderline superstar level, but he never made that that super jump. Now that he's made that super jump. I got to agree with you as well. Do you you think about Dak joining that superstar conversation with Mahomes and Jackson? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm saying you think he has to win the MVP award or at least get the Cowboys out the second round to the second round for him to get that, you know, in that conversation. I think, sorry, my, my, like my air conditioning turned on. So I didn't like hear fully, but I understand what you're saying. Um, I feel like the Cowboys, they need to make it past one of the better teams. Cause what usually happens is, the Cowboys, they get this really good record, and then the playoffs come around, and I'm sorry, they wet the bed. We do. Because I remember That's we what had happens. the best record in football in 2017 when we drafted Zeke mm-hmm. and um, and uh, Dak. We had the best record in the whole NFC and the whole playoffs. We were the first seed. We were the first seed that year. Because I remember I kept rubbing it in Alex's face every day. And um, I remember that was the year we lost to the Packers at home. Yeah. I was so heartbroken. So, so heartbroken. Yeah, that's what I'm well, saying. It's like... We, we got to get over the hurdle. That's the yeah, Cowboys. Because, like, like, here's the thing. If you if you lose in the second round, that's, it's like, that's already bad. Like, you, you can't be in the MVP conversation if you lose in the second round. If you lose in the first round... I don't want to hear any more of like, oh, well, you know, he should be an MVP. Like, if you're an MVP type caliber player, you should be able to push, you know, your team's far. Patrick Absolutely. Mahomes, but however, yeah. But however, it's different for each sport, though. It could be, I just want to add that as well. Because in football, you could have like, I can remember who was this one player. Wasn't Lavar, Lamar Jackson out the first round this year? Um, no, yeah, he was. And I, I, I was saying it was inexcusable that he was out in the first round. You're considered uh, I just want, I don't, I'm not trying to be a dick. I just wanted to clear that up. Oh, no, no, no. I was just no, saying yeah, what he, you were saying. Was. I was just like, you know, at the end of the day, we all as fans and athletes, former athletes, and probably Adam's case, water boy. The point is... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Alex and Adams as water boys, because that's what they did was the water boys. Me and Sam are actual athletes. That's rough, buddy. <laughs> so it's a lie. What Michael Cunningham saying is not true, guys. Alex You're is right. a, Adam, Michael, Michael Cunningham doesn't know jack shit. Adam, <laughs> You're right. You're right. Adam. Adam. Adam wasn't the water boy. He was the towel boy. Oh yeah, my, my mistake. <laughs> <laughs> For all the people that went to Banyan High School. Sam, you traitor. So all the people that went to Banyan High School. Did Adam actually, Adam, you only played because I graduated. That's the only reason why you played. And the coach was desperate. Oh, wait, wait, Adam, you were on the basketball team? Yeah, I was. Oh, we, like, need to make, we need to make that a segment one episode, please. Okay. Wait, wait. <laughs> we need to make that. <laughs> uh, let, allow me. It was so, they were so bad. 
that they needed Adam. They needed they, they needed like rosters, so they put Adam uh, on the team. I re- he never played. He never played Adam from day one. Adam, you never now, played. Now, I can admit I stuck at basketball back then. I'll admit I stuck at basketball. Adam, you were Adam, 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 I just like how you're about to say, like, oh, back then I sucked, but now I'm pretty good. And yet, if I went to your house right now and played Juno one of one, I would score oh, yeah. 81 points. You would score three. Oh, shit. Damn. Adam, I'll beat you piss drunk with a hangover in the morning. Guys, I'll beat you 12 0. My feelings. My feelings are. <laughs> First of all, the only person that may beat me on here is Marcellus. The rest of you, I got no shot. Um, excuse me, sir. Excuse me, Sam would beat you. Sam Sam would beat D one athletes and I win. Sam, you have a better chance of a pig flying out your ass than you beat me one on one. Again, we we need to do that. We need to do like that. We need to set up that. We need to set up that. Anyway, Adam, you're the booker, bitch. Get it popping. All right, I'll book it. But guys, we spent a lot of time. Uh, we forgot to mention the other New York team in town that actually got a win, the New York Giants. My no, New we're not Giants. talking about the, the terrible team, man. They suck. We are. We, yeah. Michael, who's the script writer? Who's the editor of this podcast? My mom. Who pays your bills? Who pays the bills here? Who decides everything? Who could get you fired? My mom. My dad. Oh, Adam. Adam, you don't understand. You just said, who pays your bills? I was like, wait. Adam, Actually, you pay my bills, Adam? Adam, you're my like, sugar daddy? Like, really? Sick bastard? This is a non-profit podcast. Adam. Sorry, I always knew paid. you were gay. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, <laughs> you're a dick for that. Oh, that was totally worth it. That was totally. <laughs> Are you crying? <laughs> All right. He's he's like, God damn it, Mike. Right. Adam, I think he made you suspect me for an episode. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, you might have just earned yourself a suspension. After the work oriented, I'll have to think about it. But the Giants, Adam. I mean, Dan Jones played well. For the third straight game, Dan Jones uh, played well. Uh, this was, you could make the argument that this was Dan Jones's like, best game as a Giant. I mean, he threw, he threw for 400 yards. I mean, like, I believe that I believe, and he was named on uh, the NFC uh, Offensive Player of the Week. So Daniel Jones, like, had a really great game. If you watch the game, like, everything that, like, Giants fans, like, were hoping Daniel Jones could be, all the upside that Daniel Jones showed his rookie year, he showed exactly that. He was had great touch ball. He was, he was mobile, and he was taking his teams, teams downfield, and that, at, and he was able to, you know, even without Sterling Shepard, without Darius Lane, he was still able to, you know, carry the Giants to a win. And that's why I support. That's what franchise quarterbacks do. Even when everything's not perfect around them or they have deficiencies around them, franchise quarterbacks are able to consistently make up for that. And we, and that's exactly what Daniel Jones did. And then I said before, I, I said during the game, yes, and this is and Jason Garrett, if you're listening to this, you see what happens when you throw the ball downfield? Like, like Jason Garrett, you guys said, I've been killing the guy. Like, basically, like, 
all season long. And then and then the first half, I'm thinking, oh, it's the same old boring, bland, vanilla offense. And then in the second half, like, there was some creativity. that Like, I, I liked a lot of the play calling in, only in the second half. And Giants ultimately, like, won in, won in overtime. And, and, I, and, the, and the, obviously, uh, it's a positive way. I'm happy to see a Giants win. But, guys, it also makes it just more frustrating because you saw both those past two games that they were close and they could have won. If they had just won both those games, Giants would be three and one right now. Think no, about how uh, easily could this team could have been three and one. It just, it's just very. Fr- I mean, I'm happy that they won, but at the same time, I'm also very frustrated. Go ahead, Sam. Um, I just have a question now, because um, you said um, you mentioned Jason Garrett, and before we were all like, we were all kind of like saying like how he should be fired because he keeps you know doing like these messed up plays and like. He keeps like basically like ruining the Giants in a sense. It's, it's, like, it's, not, it's not like he's calling messed up plays. He's just boring. It's just yeah, very bland. Yeah. Um, would you say after this game that there's improvement to Jason Garrett and that Jason Garrett has a chance to be a. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up, hold up, hold up, player. So hold up. Uh, Jason Garrett. I think was I think he's a better better coach for the Cowboys than he is for the Giants. I'm sorry. It's just I'll say right now, I'm still sour on Jason Garrett, but but in the second half of that game, like he took a step into restoring my confidence of him. Now we'll have to see what happens. Now while we know like um the, going up against uh the Cowboys, like Jason Garrett could like completely revert back to his old ways. I'll be calling for his head, head again. So that easy could happen, but who knows? We'll have a lot to see how it plays out because that's the one thing like um um we need to know from this season is that if is Daniel Jones going to be uh the 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 uh Giants franchise quarterback? Do the, the Giants need to know if they have their quarterback in Daniel Jones by the end of this year? Because unlike Zach Wilson, where this is rookie year, this is Daniel Jones's third year, like. He's gonna be a. They're gonna to have to give him a contract like um like really really soon, really really and that's soon. If so that's if he accepts to too, because you remember there's gonna be better teams that are gonna offer him really big exactly. contracts. Exactly. So they need to know whether or not they want to lock this guy up long term. So they need to know what they have in in Daniel Jones. And I'm guess as, as far as Daniel Jones go, like so far so good. Even the games where the Giants lost. Daniel Jones is not the problem in those games. He played no, he I, games. no, yeah, he he's he's very good. He trust me. Teams are going to be li- like he's he's getting his bag this offseason. If he continues to play like this, he's going to get a big bag. Trust me, Sam. I hope you're right. But you know, again, you have to, you got to remember the Giants. They they're going to have to pick up some sort of pieces. Or something like that. They're gonna have to do something because. Okay, let me say something as well. I got something to say for you guys. Go ahead, really quickly, Michael. Um, I think the worst trade ever was getting rid of OBJ for your wide receiver. That was the dumbest move you guys ever did. It wasn't a second. <clears throat> it, it was not a good move. The one move that I really move. did, the only prize I thought they got back way too little. And it was a, it was and a my best friend who Let me explain my problem with the OBJ trade. It was the fact that they signed him and then traded him. 
and then they took it <laughs> all at deadline. That was solid. If they were going to trade OBJ, they should have done it like in 2018. England, they could have got, I believe, what? What was it? I, I believe a team like was offering, what, what two first up picks of OBJ at that point? They should have taken that deal around it. Instead, they uh, signed into an extension and then they traded them. Like, if they were going to trade OBJ, they should have done it before uh, they signed into that extension. That was the big mistake they made. I'm sorry, guys. Thing, shout out to my boy, Jabril Peppers, who's a great friend of mine who plays for New York Giants. Oh, did you see uh, Jabril Peppers in the overtime um, kickoff? Yeah, who happens to be a very good friend of mine, Jabril. I love you, brother. Well, you've been my friend since we were since we were yay at the grasshoppers. I believe, my friend, that I love you, but you should not be on the Giants. If I were you, you should have said no to that trade. Hear me out. Hear me out. I think the Giants should offer you a little bit more money. Because Jabril Peppers is a natural all-around athlete. He could be a wide receiver. I've seen this kid play since he was 14 years old. He was a running back, a wide receiver, and he's a cornerback. He could play any fucking position on the field. Honestly, for the Giants, make him as your wide receiver. You would thank me. If, if I was the Giants, you would be thanking me if you put him as a wide receiver. Because Jason Garrett, who does the offensive line, switched your the, the Giants are not making Jabril Peppers a wide receiver. Stop That'll it, be a good move. That would be a good stop move. Stop it. Stop. 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 They're Adam. not making a defensive player. He can play any player. fucking position. Stop it. I've seen My him God, play. You're so crazy. You're Adam, so suck crazy. A dick. Adam, suck a dick. They first are not making a defensive player. Actually, a fucking wide receiver. You actually watch him play a fucking Michigan, which you have no fucking brains because you were dropped at the age of two. But it's okay. It's okay, Adam. You're low key. It's okay. To a wide receiver, maybe one player in the Eastern NFL has done that. Adam, your mama, your mama, your mama, your mama. Mickey Mouse, please calm Sam, down. do you like my Mickey Mouse voice? I, I know it's disturbing. <laughs> I was about to, I didn't want to say it, but you know. I only bring like, it up for special occasions. No, it sounds like, like a pedophile voice. I'm sorry. Water, take a kid to Disneyland. Let's go to Disneyland. Yay. Ah, you got the wrong dude. Back up. <laughs> Yeah, just so you know, that's a definite clip. <laughs> As I that is a def- definite clip. <laughs> that's a definite clip. Adam, this will be on the blooper episode. We have like bloopers. This will be on the blooper episode. <laughs> Yo, guys, so our previous episode, which um, like that previous episode, that's gonna have like a uh, three clips at least. Yeah, that, that was the best episode we ever did. That, that that episode is probably, in my opinion, like my probably my favorite episode so yeah, far. Yeah, because it was it was really funny. Like we just kept it was really funny what we were doing about the, we, literally it was just a, us roast. It was like half of us were roasting the Yankees, <laughs> and then half of us were actually trying to give them good advice. <laughs> that that was just like hell. All right, before we get to Mike's hot take, um, <coughs> there was one other big story from NFL Week Four. You guys want guess what it is? Tom Brady, Urban yep. Meyer. Bring. We'll get to <coughs> Urban Meyer in the second half of the show. Trust me, Michael. But yeah, Tom Brady returning to New England. Oh, hold up! Uh, hold up! Let me get the tea. I'm getting the oh, tea yeah. ready. <laughs> what? He's getting you his got tea. tea on deck. Let's do it, boys. 
right. Sorry, I've been hanging out with my friend Patrick, who's gay all the time. Who's actually gay? Damn it, Patrick! Fuck you! All right, Adam, let's do the show. I think I, I think you may want it. I think you may want that. You, sh- yo, Sam, you sugar muffin. <laughs> you ragamuffin. Adam, before you move on, I think we really just need to do one episode. It would be really funny. Instead of saying curse words, we have to think of like insults, like in- roast insults that make no sense, but it's just like you know, Sam. That's perfect. For our next perfect. episode, we're gonna be instead of doing sports, we're just gonna be doing insults. Whoever cries loses. <laughs> <laughs> like we're just gonna be like you, uh, you slut monkey. <laughs> you you slut monkeys. I mean, but yeah, Tom Brady returning to um, Fox for I mean, what else can you say? I mean, oh, Tom Brady's got, he, the fucking goat. I'm sorry, he yeah, got, but, he got, I mean, he got standing on base as he should. No, and... People booed him when he touched no, the people ball. Booed no, him. people booed him. People booed him on the field, but when he came out, like um, initially, like he got standing ovation. Which he, right, I mean, here's the thing about doing. I, I, just... I think I think Patriots fans could have handled it better. Yes, they gave him the standing ovation right return, saying thank you for the memories. But once the game was on, you know, like. That, like he's the enemy now, so no, uh, but they, the they should have handed that. He won you guys better. seven, six championships, <laughs> six championships. He's yeah. the main reason. If I were you, I would have sucked his dick when he came into that arena <laughs> and played for you guys. Like, fuck out of here. Why are you booing him? That's yeah, like it's... Chicago Bulls bullying Michael Jordan every time he gets the damn basketball. No, Why? no, actually, like... I, I was about to say before, um, you before you go, Alex, I was actually about to say that, like. Think of it like this. Derrick Rose, every time he goes to um, the Chicago, Chicago Bulls arena, every time he goes to Chicago, do you hear any boos to him? Hell no. Maybe to, no, maybe towards no. Joaquin Noah, but you know. No, yeah, because like everyone praises him there. Everyone. like Whenever Derrick Rose touches the ball, it doesn't matter what team he's on. They will always just clap for him. They will always say, like, we love Derrick Rose. That's what it should have been like with Brady. Like, Derrick Rose did that. He didn't win a championship with the Bulls. Yeah, he won an MVP, but he didn't win a championship. Tom Brady won six championships. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was six. Six, if it's, yeah. Yeah, six. <laughs> he won six championships with your franchise. He's considered one of the best, if not the best, in my opinion, he is the best football player that has ever lived. And you're booing him? I don't care what pride you have or anything like that. That's like, it's like, imagine if LeBron went to the Cavaliers, like Cleveland now, and they just boo um, LeBron. Is that ever going to happen? Yes. I mean, after thing, though, the championship. Thing, though, Sam, like, I, th- I would have, I would completely agree with what you're saying if they didn't cheer him initially. If because because once because they got the cheer, like I believe when he uh, first came out to the field, they gave him a standing ovation. No, no, and then no. The only, then, uh, yeah, the but, only time they urged some boos was when like um the game was going on because at that point, Patriot fans want to see their team win. Here's no, the thing, no, no, though. I, I, I get if that, you- but. I get what 100 agree with Sam. If you're going to boo him, you should have booed him when he got onto the field. That's what he's trying to say. So you should yeah. if, if, if that you should have booed that him from the jump. If that happened, I would be killing them because I'm like, you're because bo- 
You should have. You want to boo him? You should have booed him from the jump. Don't be like. If you're gonna boo somebody, you boo them when they get on the field. Like for example, it's not, when LeBron it's not like because they hate him. There's they they just no. That's just like petty. I don't give a damn. This motherfucker won six championships. I don't care. I'll be offering riding driving his kids to school. I'll be offering to give him the key to the city. Hell, give him like a day name after him in New England. Build a fucking statue for this guy. Like, God damn. Statue, I'll agree. Give him like a holiday name after him in New England. Even though I hate Brady, he didn't deserve to be booed by any of the fans during the game time. LeBron, when he went back to Cleveland, like the second time, when yeah. he played for LA, the first game he played with Cleveland after the second return, it didn't boom anytime they touched the ball. But however, yeah. when he w- was with the Miami Heat, they booed, back, they booed the shit out of him when he got on the court. No, but here's so, the thing. Here's the, here's the difference between that and the LA one. I'm sorry, Alex. I know I know you have your hand raised, but I'm I'm gonna get to you. The reason why I get why they booed him at first, like when he initially returned with Miami, is because he basically like I wouldn't say betrayed them, but like, what did he do in Cleveland? I get it. They, he had a terrible team in Cleveland, and Cleveland wasn't doing anything for him. But like, he, he didn't win a championship. He didn't win a championship. And then what made it worse was instead of saying, like, oh, I'm just going to go to Miami. Sorry, guys, I'm leaving you. I'm going to Miami. He made this big, giant show about it, saying, I'm going to Miami. I'm taking my talents to South Beach. Yeah, like you, you don't say that. The second time, he won Cleveland's first ever championship. In over Just, 50 I'm, years. Yeah, in over 50 years for any sport in general, in the first championship in franchise history. And he did that against a 73-9 and team. If you booed him after that, you're fucking assholes. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying with Brady. It's like I, I don't care. You don't like. You don't have to like cheer for him every time he touches the ball. But you, you don't boo. You definitely don't boo. You just sit. You just stay neutral. And so you Alex, sit on your hands. Sit, all right, all right, Sam. I, Sam, I can put. That I completely, I completely understand what Sam. Yeah, um, uh, Alex, so go Alex quick. Alex, go quickly, then we'll go get the next hot take. Okay, uh, I just wanted to uh, mention uh, Brady's stats. Last game, he was twenty-two of forty-three for two hundred sixty-nine yards with no touchdowns. Um, yeah, and Brady broke Drew Brees' NFL career passing yardage Hold up. record in between. I love what Alex, uh, this is why I fucking love you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Here's so he's so, uh, so I think ahead. Brady wanted to break the record in the place where he's home, that he called home for many years. You know what I mean? That's why he, I think he wanted to do it in New England. That's where he wanted to break the record at. You're not going to tell me he didn't want to break it. Coming back to New England as a after playing there for many years and didn't want to break Drew Brees' record in New in New England, you tell me I'm crazy. I dare you to say something different. 
It was symbolic for him to to do that, break the record that. Adam, but you know what timing is, Adam? Yep. All right. We got to move on to what pun am I going to use this time? The segment of the show that is, oh, man, I got to think of something here. I got to think of something. I, I, I got I got I got one. Um where did you go on vacation again, Michael? Aruba. The segment of the show that is run by like Fat Joe's pools brother. and beaches in Aruga. <laughs> Mike's hot take Michael Cardi on pick it away. Boys, but, we gonna we gonna but here's the thing. You know, I was at home today. I got two far takes. Is so I'm going to talk about the upset between Kentucky and Florida. First of all, Florida was the upset. Florida was the team. If you would have told me Kentucky had a good football program, I'll be like, motherfucker, you lying. The numbers don't lie, boys. The numbers don't lie. Kentucky, who hasn't beat Florida since 1988. Sam. If you're telling me one of the biggest SEC power schools for basketball could have a good football program, what were you in the, Because think about it the SECC is known for football, but there's only two schools known mm-hmm. for basketball in the whole SEC Florida mm-hmm. and Kentucky. Yeah. And maybe Baylor, but Baylor got lucky. But Adam, if you would have asked me who's the greatest football program division in college football. What what division are you saying? SEC. Alex, for college basketball, what is the greatest division for in college basketball, what people say in general? Uh, you mean conference? What is the biggest conference? Division, conference, the same thing. What is, who, do you go with the ACC or the Big East? The Big East. Or ACC, Alex, you know where I'm going. Point is, <laughs> the the SEC is not known for we're not really known for basketball, but mm-hmm. the football program for Kentucky really surprised me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Kentucky, who hasn't <laughs> been good in football since before we were even born, when Sam was a little fetus, Adam was a little fetus, I was a little fetus, and Alex was a little fetus. And Marcellus and Chris were all little fetuses in our dad's sperm. So, hey, dad. So what's what's you sorry, my sperm today? Sorry. Yeah, what's doing sperm today, Michael? Like... I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> okay, all joking aside, I believe that I was thinking to my head, part two of my hot take, this is about college basketball, that the ACC and the Big East are way better than the SEC and Pac-12 in college basketball, in my opinion. And the greatest college coach, in my opinion, that people be that they'll be sleeping on is the coach from UCF, that famous coach, the John Wooden. John Wooden. He's the one, that, and Don Haskins are probably, in my opinion, the two greatest college coaches in NCAA basketball history that are underappreciated. That people don't give okay. them no credit. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that I agree with. That I agree. With. So here's All the thing. Right. Let me explain. Don Haskins, who led seven African-American players 
in the SEC tournament game in 1966 against Kentucky, who had Pat Riley, who was the NCC player of the year, and, and Lou Demfrey. I'm trying to think. What was that? Shit. Uh, and I believe that Arthur Roth is the great one, one of the most racist coaches in NBA and college history. Uh, is the probably the racist coach in college history, but however, boys, Texas, in my opinion, the 1995-1966 Texas Miners was the greatest college team assembled in college history. I think they're better than the Fab Five, and I love the Fab Five. They're better than Jordan's in Carolina. They're better than the 2006-2007 Florida Gators. They were a problem. Those that team was a problem. They brought style and hip hop at an early age with with R and B and hip hop at an early in the early era. That's the end of my hot take. That's why I say Don Haskins. He t- he said keep that eagle to the door. Enough said. All right, guys, right. time to it's jury. It's voting time. You know what? All right. I'll, I'll, I'll start off if you want. All right, you start. Go ahead. All right, so for your first part, part one, I definitely agree with because Kentucky, it's like Kentucky has a solid football program, but, like, they're not the best. Usually if you're going to Kentucky, you're going there for basketball. And Florida, it's, like, kind of, like, the opposite. Like, Florida, for me at least, it's like, oh, yeah, you can go there for basketball. They're really good at basketball. But Florida, for me, it's, like, more like a football school kind of so, but I, I'm it's agree. It's a hit and miss with them. Yeah. Second part, I definitely agree with because at first you were saying, at first when you said like, oh, those are the two best college coaches, I was like, ah, you're forgetting someone important. It was the college coach that did the US um, A team. But then you said underappreciated. I went like, no, yeah, definitely. They're underappreciated because they're still, both of them are still like two of the greatest coaches in college basketball history, in my opinion. But no one really talks about them. Like, literally, no one talks about them. I haven't heard sports hosts talk about them at all. And they're two, like, the, uh, the one that you mentioned. Yeah, they're two, like, Hall of Famers easily. So uh, saying how, like, the Basketball Hall of Fame is, those are two easy Basketball Hall of Famers. So um, I'm going to pass this to Alex. What do you vote? All right. So, Sam, you're <laughs> approving, right? Approving. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead, Alex. Uh, I I definitely approve. All right. Um, I was gonna vote deny, but why are you gonna vote for deny? But it's, I have no idea why. I, I guess it, I guess it just bored. I guess I was just bored. Not the college basketball guys, so I guess they were, it just bored me. So, but you know, go I'll, fuck yourself, but, Alex. But just to make like happy, I'll change it. I'll approve it because no, I'll go fuck it you, was man. It anyway, so. Like Who thinks Adam should go fuck himself? Raise you, your head. Uh, what? Who thinks Adam should go fuck himself? Raise your head. <laughs> the eyes have it. <laughs> I fucking hate all three of you. You are all traitors. <laughs> you betrayed me. You, no, you try to outvote it, bitch. Michael, Mike, Mike, Mike. Sorry, Mike. What's it called? You gotta remember something though. Me and Alex and you, we are the basketball guys. Like we we know basketball okay, very well. Okay. Adam's, Adam, Adam, when he comes to basketball, Adam, you're, it's you're like he's just like. That jersey. Take that off. You're sacrilegious. Take it off. 
No, it's it's gonna be really funny during the net season when he's like bragging how his team's winning so much. I get to say, oh yeah, you're literally a bandwagon that doesn't know any other team. <laughs> My God, Sam, do you know how long I've been rooting for the Nets? No, no, I okay, know. I'm Adam. still gonna call you a bandwagon, Adam. I never seen you wear a Jason Kidd jersey a day in my life. You have you you've seen me wear a Darren Williams jersey. That don't count. You're right. It doesn't count. Yeah, I was talking about we had had the next when they were bad when they had Stephon Marbury, Kenyon Martin, Jason Williams who broke both. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I gotcha. Name five players out of 2016, 2017 Brooklyn Nets. Well, let's see. 20, wait, 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 what? Which team? 2016, 2017, Brooklyn Nets. 2016, 2017, Brooklyn Nets. Um, I let's think see. Mason, Brooke I think, Lopez? Yeah, Brooke Mason Lopez. Plumlee. Plumlee. Yeah, Mason Plumlee. Yeah. Oh, um, that's easy. Oh, Mason, no, Mason Plumlee was on the team then. He was. Uh, he was yeah, he not was. on the roster. He was not he on was the on roster. He was on the roster then. Yeah, he, he was on the roster. He got traded in 2017 to the Denver Nuggets. He was on the... See? You're not even a real Nets fan. Even I can name two. I could have <laughs> sworn Mason Plumlee was not on the roster. Uh, Did you forget the block that he had fail. with Miami? Oh, no, not, not Miami. It was, um, was 2016, 2017, not 2013, not no, 2014. No, 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 well, no, my bad. I was thinking 2014, my bad. All right, let me look at the roll. Um, let see. me just see if he's on um, Let's see, there was Brooke Lopez. He was on the uh, Portland Trailblazers and Denver Nuggets in 2016, 2017, so ha! Yeah. So there's Brooke I'm Lopez. surprised he can still count. Huh? There's Brooke uh, Lopez. There was Spencer was Spencer Dinwiddie there. He, he was, time? he was there. He was there. Yeah, Spencer he was there. Um, let's see. Delo just got traded recently. Quincy D- AC. Yeah, Delo wasn't on that team. Quincy no, AC. Quincy AC. Quincy AC, yeah. He um, said we Dinwiddie, Brooke Lopez. Um, you guys had three. Yeah, you guys had three. Um was Joe Johnson on the team still, or did he? Wasn't. He, um, he got traded. Yeah, he got traded then. Linsanity. Oh yeah, that's when he. Yeah, Jeremy Lin. Jeremy Lin. Yeah. Yeah, that's, and, more, uh, that's when he got his quad injury. Anthony and uh, Allen Anderson. Anthony Bennett. Anthony Bennett. So there you Anthony go. Bennett. Oh yeah, and oh, Money Joe out. Harris. And Money Joe Harris. Which I pre- yeah, I'm pretty sure Joe Harris is on that team too. Was okay, Karis Levert was Karis Levert on that team? Yeah, yeah Karis Levert Adam. was also on that team. Uh, uh, Isaiah Wyatt was also on that team. Sean Kilpatrick. Um, if you can name the 2003-2004 NBA starting lineup for the Los Angeles Lakers, I'll be impressed. Go, Kobe oh. Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal. Those are the only two I know. <laughs> Man, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it with my eyes closed. Kobe, okay, do it. Jack, I, I, Malone, Peyton. It would be the Georgia Rick Fox. There you go. Woo. Yeah, that was correct, actually. All right. <laughs> All right. Give me guys. any starting lineup in basketball history. I'm getting it right from 80s, 90s, to 2000s. Go. Okay, but right. um, Celtics, 2005, 2006. Okay. <laughs> Dan, Ray Allen. Not, not Ray Allen. No nope. Pierce. Okay, good. Sebastian Telfair. Or they had Sebastian Telfair, or they had Kenny Kenny Addison. Antoine Walker was on the team yet. Um, they had uh, Eric Williams, Tony Butsy, and I'm trying to think who the small forward was. 
I got four out of five, so that's pretty yeah. good. That's pretty good, especially for a team that's like as obscure as them. That's pretty good, actually. All right, guys, we got to move on because Michael and Sam here clearly have no respect for the clock, so we got to move on to... What class? <laughs> this isn't practice. <laughs> We're talking about practice. We're talking about Guess practice. Guess what? Alex said he wanted to keep this practice? episode like under an hour and 40 minutes. Guess what, Alex? I'm sorry. This is going to be another long episode. Sorry, no my one. boy. But guess what, guys? You know who's just a free hot water? Kyrie Irving? Him. That's one. We'll get to him in a minute. And Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. Those oh, are the... Guess, guess what, guys? <laughs> they are our two Turkeys of the Week. So who um, you guys but- want to start with? Um, start with Urban, Urban Meyer? Myers just because I'm I'm not sure about the Urban Meyer situation. So basically, what Urban Meyer after the um Jacksonville Jaguars got the Bengals beat uh, the Jaguars on Thursday Night Football. Oh, but still, still the the Bengals they shouldn't be winning against the Jaguars. Yeah, they shouldn't but, be winning against Jaguars. But Urban Meyer, I believe, what was it? I, I forget what day it was, but. He was at like um I believe a club and he was dancing with a woman. Like her woman was grinding her behind on Urban Myers, you know what. First Adam, most of us you know what grinding means. I'm proud of you. Okay, and, can, and I, can, I, I, can I can I can I can I And long story short, um, <laughs> as you can tell, like Urban Myers like it's a really hot water. Is, is this a really hot water? Now, apparently, he and his wife got straightened things out, which, I mean, okay. But the rest of his players, like, apparently, like, reports to go around that Urban Meyer has officially lost the Jaguars locker room. And I don't blame him. Like, you're coaching, like, what? One of the worst. You're 0-4, and you're the leader of that team, and you're going out and, like, and you're and you get yourself involved in the situation. I mean, it's just a really, really tougher look for Urban Meyer all around. Go ahead, Sam. This reminds me a lot of the James Harden situation and the Lou Williams situation that happened, especially the Lou Williams situation when they had to be in the bubble. Oh my when god, yes. Let lemon pepper will. You know, first of all, he went to Magic City, and I went to Magic City when I was in Atlanta, and I can confirm the leopard pepper wigs are good. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. But what's it called? He didn't, he wanted to see the titty suit. I won't blame him. I mean, he went to a strip club, I'm pretty sure. That's what Anyways, Magic City so, is. It's known yeah. for the wigs and the strippers, and they but, yeah. love for the leopard pepper wigs. So, yeah, it's like. If a player does it, I, I, I just have a question for all of you. When James Harden and Lou Williams went to the clubs, how did you feel about that? How did you feel? My, like, one, you my one issue with James Harden was, and this is my big issue with James Harden, is that he, it was during a pandemic and he wasn't wearing a mask. He's a that was my big will. issue with James Harden. Same thing with, Lou Williams is during the pandemic too, right? Yeah, Lou Williams. All right, say so. Say that Lou That's my biggest thing. I just want to know why the hell Lou Williams didn't bring me with him. Shit, I we could have got all (laughs) with the next to get some wigs. (laughs) No, but what I'm what I'm saying is, if a player went to a club, you wouldn't think twice about it. 
But we in a pandemic. No, 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 but I'm saying cancel the pandemic. Let's say like there's no pandemic. If a player just went to a club, would you, and it was like on video that they were at the club, would you be like, oh, that's normal? Or would you say like, oh, like they should be better? That's normal. That's what they do on the daily. I would say that's normal, yeah. They right. the daily. They hit the strip clubs. They go to the club. Before, yeah, before this one incident, can any of you name one coach that went to a club that a player went to? Um, that coach went to, that player went to? Eric Spolstra and LeBron James when they kept winning the Heat championship. I'm not oh. like championship times. Like, I mean, like during the season. I don't think so. Mm. I don't think you so, know, no. you, you, you know why? Because Those coaches are fucking married and they and they got their own principles. No, no, no. Exactly. You're supposed to have principles when you're a coach. You're supposed to be a professional when you're a coach. When you do bullshit like this, you lose everyone. Like there's a reason why like coaches aren't supposed to do stupid shit like this. It's because you lose the respect of the players. And you create just conflict in the team in general. It's already bad enough you went to the club at when your team's 0-4. That's already bad enough. There's video of you. Basically, your, your wife is grinding down on your dick. It was his wife, by the way. No, that's what I'm saying. That's why I said his, you have a video of your wife grinding down on your dick. How stupid can you be to let that happen? First of all, man, I think he was doing that in college, you know, when he was coaching college teams. No, but he, here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. It's like if he was doing it with college teams, that was bad, but at least maybe he was winning. If he was winning, like, let's say this. If the Jaguars were 4-0 and and he was doing that, I'm like, all right, bet, like, get laid, th- It would Have be as big of a story. Yeah. The Jaguars are 0-4, and he's acting like he doesn't care. If the coach doesn't care, do you think the players are going to care? No. If I was a player in that team, I would be like, shit, you know, you, you grinding down, bet, I'm going to get Nicki Minaj or someone like that, and I'm just <laughs> going to dog them down before a game. I'm going to be tired as fuck, but hey, you don't give a fuck? I don't give a fuck. Like, he needs to be professional. If you're a coach, you need to be a professional. Like, you're literally getting paid to be professional. Coaches are paid to be, like, basically, this is what a coach is to me. A coach in, like, any type of setting is, like, a teacher, and then the players are the students. Exactly. If, if like, if you see your teacher... At a strip club, you're probably gonna be like, "All right, well, if they're the strip club, if I see my teacher at a strip club, I'll be happy." Okay, but like, yeah, you're you're gonna like be like, uh, like, mm. but then you're also like gonna lose lose respect for them. If I see my teachers at a strip club, I'll be like, "I see pimping, I see." You you'll you'll be the type of person that's like, so you're getting on the pole, right? I'll throw but, ones at that teacher shit. I'll throw ones. Yeah. But anyway, like to my point, it's like if you're a coach, you, you can't do this. It's it's unacceptable. Like 
if I was the Jaguar management, I'm not even lying. I would fire him right now. Right now, I'd fire him. They're 0-4, and he's not caring. It would be one thing if it's like, oh, he's 0-4, and he's drilling his team. Like, all right, good. That's what you're supposed to do. You're 0-4, and you let a video leak that you're getting a lap dance, basically. He's in a strip club or something? Yeah. Hey, first of all, let me explain. Hold on. Let me let me rap to you, you cats for a sec. He want to have a good time. You know what I'm saying? He want to have a good time in the strip club. You know, he's like, you know what? My team already sucks already, you know? Let me, let me spend at least a couple, wife, a couple grand. Right? Yeah, his, pro- his wife is... He is a Christian man, which is the funny part. If everybody that knows Urban Meyer is probably the... But he wasn't Christian that night. <laughs> So I think get your game on podcast crew. I think we should hit up a strip club. Who's in? <laughs> I'm out. I don't want. I don't want to be involved in any of this. I think Sam? we have. To, I think we have to take that part out because I'm underage still. Yeah, there's an ATM up strip club <laughs> in Jersey City. Actually, yeah. I'll think about it. I saw all of them Yo, were like Alex, 21 and Only if Alex was laughing and paying attention. But yeah, Alex, do you have any thoughts on this Urban Meyer situation? Uh, not really. It's like, it's like very immature of him. And I think that he should definitely get fined of doing it. I don't think he should get fined. I think he should just be fired. Like, I mean, like your own fault. I think that, you I don't think you're gonna fire him like, right now. But if Urban Meyer does, if the Jaguars don't turn around like this, like which I don't think they will, would I be surprised if he's candidate at the end of the year? No, I would not be surprised at all. Especially Tony Khan and his father, Mister Khan. I don't know his. By the way, the Khan. Plus, are- plus, and. Also, you know who I really feel bad for in this situation? His Who's wife. The one person I really feel bad for? His wife? Uh, uh, his wife, one. And number two, Trevor Lawrence. Imagine how this yeah. is going to affect his development. Because Trevor Lawrence, like, like he, he, had, he has, like, been struggling this whole year. Now he, had, now, he had a good game, like, on Thursday football, 17 for 24. Or, um, he, he had a pretty good game, but like he still has struggled this season. Now, if his coach is out there like doing that stuff, he's probably thinking like, like I'm a rookie, you know. Like, like this is like this, like this is something that like could affect like his develop, like could affect himself. Now, that's a not nice to say say it will affect his development. I still think Trevor Lawrence gonna one day become a really really good quarterback in this league, but. Still, not now. Like, that's gonna. That's no. gonna. This is the. What I. But still, like, um, it's it just Adam? not good to put like a young kid in a situation like that. No yeah, what's it called? That they are Adam. But yeah. Adam, re- remember how in the beginning of this episode, when we were talking about how Zach Wilson, um, compared to the other Jets, um, quarterback. Yeah. Remember how we were saying, like, oh, Zach Wilson, and I was saying, oh, Zach Wilson's fine because, like, they can play their hardest and they're still going to lose? Yeah. That's not the same thing with the Jaguars. 
This is like the other okay, quarterback I, that was the bust. Okay. This is one of those situations where it's like your team's actually not too bad. Like, yeah, they're bad, but they they shouldn't be like zero and four right now. They shouldn't be. But your coach is terrible, so that's why I'm saying they need to fire him because this is going to be the same thing that happened with the Jets if they don't if they allow this to go any further. And last thing you want is for your quarterback that has the potential to be a superstar to be, you know, like in that situation of like becoming a bust. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you really hit on it, Sam. You really, yeah. So, Urban Meyer, if you're listening to this, you receive the get a game on Turkey of the Week Award. Congratulations. But, guys, we have another Turkey of the Week award to give out. You want to guess who? Kyrie Irving. I mean, I don't. I'm not, not even gonna. I'm. 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 I'm letting you guys know. I'm not even gonna discuss this because if I start, I'm not gonna finish until six in the morning. So <laughs> I recommend. I recommend you guys just take this one. I mean, um... Chris, I love you, bro. I mean, Sam, I love you, brother. But if I miss game day, if we're up till six a.m., I'm killing you. Okay, That's what I'm but, saying. I'm not going to be speaking. Let's just. But Agent Wojnarowski and Brian Hernandez released this piece on ESPN that the Brooklyn Nets are currently unclear on Kyrie Irving's like a uh, decision to get vaccinated, and they don't know whether or not they're going to account him as a as a part time player this season. So, as you all know, like. If Irving does to get back, say he will miss all of the team's home game games this season. So as of right now, Kyrie Irving is a back save for whatever stupid reason. And honestly, guys, you know, I've defended Kyrie Irving in the past a few times. Like I thought that some of the criticism I thought I thought some of the criticisms against him were bad, but I thought some of the criticism against him were unfair. I can't defend this one. I have no idea what Kyrie, what kind of game Kyrie Irving is trying to play here? Because he's playing like a very dangerous, stupid game. Like he's what, what he's doing right now is like obviously he's against this vaccine mandate. I mean, can we all just get that out of the way right now? He's obviously has a problem with this vaccine mandate. So he's now like taking a stand against them. I have no problem with you taking a stand against something if it wasn't like it's again, it's it's what we discussed last time, Sam. We're, we're trying to make, like, get the word that this vaccine is, like, safe and, like, effective. And it's great. And the worst part about it is that he is putting, like, his own team, like, aim success, like, at risk. He's hurting his own team by taking this stance. And that, in my opinion, is just, uh, it's just, uh, it's just unacceptable, like, from Kyrie. It's just, it's just, it's just unacceptable. That's all, that's all I'm going to say. I really, really, and I really, really hope that someone else can like get get through. Because if I'm Kevin Durant, if I'm Jace Hard right now, Sam, you would agree, I'd be heated right now. I would. No, be I, I would definitely be heated. And that's why it's like I'm saying I don't want to speak a lot this segment, just because this All is right. not one of the. This is not. You one got of those five times minutes. To... Go. All five right. minutes uninterrupted. <laughs> so first of all. Mr. Irving, I'm, I'm not even going to call you by your first name because you've lost that privilege. Mr. Irving. Oh, shit. Shit just got how, rude. How stupid are you actually? 
I need to know. Like, it was funny at first when you said the earth was flat. I'm sorry. It really was funny. But now the stupid shit you're saying is getting so ridiculous. Like, I- I'm not sure if you're, I'm not sure if you're, like, being for real or if you're just trying to, like, pull my dick or something. Like, what, I-, I need to know, like, what, 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 what type of shrooms are you on right now? Because apparently you live in a good life. Like, you're, you're getting paid. You're getting paid like max dollars. Like shit, you're getting paid like a hundred million dollars. I would love to get paid a hundred million dollars playing a sport that I love. And all you have to do is get one simple shot and take one day of being sick. And that's it. The shot, the vaccine's not gonna kill you. It's not gonna make your dick smaller. Like, you don't need to worry. And you're jeopardizing your team's success? Like, you, you, like, listen, I will say this and I will always say this. You are the most skillful athlete we've ever seen in basketball. You're the most skillful player we've ever seen in basketball. We may never see another skillful player like you, like, up to your level. But a move like this, it just shows me you were the most unprofessional untrustworthy like worst teammate worst captain i've ever seen and this is why your teams failed this is why lebron needed to carry you to a championship because it's just stuff like this where i'm just like looking at you and i'm like you are a fucking top 50 you're a top 15 fucking player and this boils, this boils me. This is why I'm saying you have the chance to be the best point guard in this league. You actually have a chance. But because you are so stubborn, so unprofessional, you, you just... Uh, it, 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 it boils, it boils my blood just talking about him at this point because it's it's come to a point where it's 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 ridiculous and katie and katie katie i feel so bad for you like you are the best player in the world you are the most unselfish player in this world you are you are literally like you are amazing katie you deserve but you deserve a better team what you said well you did let finish michael let him finish let him finish he said Katie's no. the most unselfish player in the world. No, that not, motherfucker um, is seriously selfish. The hell y'all smoking? Not, not, not in, no, not in terms of like his players. I mean like in terms of on the court. Like he's maybe unselfish is not the right word. He's one of the more passive players on a team and he wanted to be passive. That's why he chose Kyrie and James Harden. He didn't want to have the ball most of the time. He wants to be one of those players like he was in the Warriors where he can just catch and shoot and play around in an actual offense. So, but yeah, it's like Kyrie, man, just grow a pair. Grow a fucking pair already. I could like, have said it better. Like, I could have said it better. Like, like, just grow a pair and get the shot already. I mean, really, really whatever stance you're tasting at this point, like, is it is it really worth losing millions of dollars and losing a chance to like uh, play on a championship team? 
Yeah. Is it really is it really worth it now? Is it really worth it to Kyrie? I mean, now the kind of good news is is that they announced today that um Kyrie will be able to practice at the Nets facility. Like um he, he will be able to practice it practice there. So I mean, wow, we'll, we'll yay, do I fucking guess. practice. Wow, yeah. wow, wow! He gets to practice. Holy shit! Because before, because before, because before, like he would be able to practice at like Dante's home so due to the COVID mandate, but they changed the rules of it, so now he will be able to practice, but he still will be able to play in home games. So, if you're the Nets, like you cannot like um, if if Erin's really gonna dig into the stance, then you have to like at least consider trading him. I'm sorry. I'm, so, I'm sorry, Trey him has to be like on the table if he's really if he's gonna miss like half the season and and like ha- and like not be able to play in playoff games, like we have to consider dealing this guy before he gets out of hand. Like no, I what I find really funny right now is remember when people were saying like Kyrie Irving for Ben Simmons is blasphemy. Now it that, doesn't seem so blasphemous. That shit looking better and better right now because at least you got defense. And, and here's the thing. I think that thing would be blasphemy if Kyrie Irving like wasn't um a maniac. I think that trade would be blasphemous if Kyrie Irving wasn't a maniac. If but Kyrie unfortunately Irving in the talent we have Kyrie Irving is a maniac. Like Kyrie, like Kyrie, he's really one of the most selfish players in this league right now. Mm-hmm. Because he's just dragging his team down. I mean, and that's and sad. It's like, and I and coming when it, when that's first signed him, I thought to myself, I didn't see. I don't want I didn't think it would come this bad. I didn't see Kyrie being as much distracted. I'm thinking, you know what? He's he's come, he's being paired over with KD. He's no longer be the alpha male, and he's going back. Like he grew up a Nets fan. He grew up in New Jersey, so he's going to play for the team he ruined for. So I figured, like, um, like, um. He wouldn't like um risk, you know, um, that he would tr- really try to like bring a championship home to his like the team he grew up rooting for. But obviously, like that's not at the top of Kyrie. Or, obviously, like that's not a big of a priority to Kyrie as I thought it was. And as a Nets fan, like I'm really disappointed. No, and and that's what makes it worse in my opinion. It's like it's you you're on your dream team. You're making. Hundreds upon hundreds of millions of dollars. You're one of the most skillful, if not the most skillful player that's ever touched a basketball. One of the most fun you to have, watch, too. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're literally box office. You have millions upon millions of fans. Like, people look up to you. Like, you're idols to people. And all you're showing is how selfish you are how unwilling to your team that you are, how untrustworthy you are, and how much of a lackluster leader you truly are. And it showed. It showed when you were on the Cavaliers. It showed when you were on the Celtics. It showed when you were on the Nets before Kate, when Katie was out. It's just, we need to accept at this point that, yeah, Kyrie is a superstar in terms of talent. In terms of talent. He is superstar. But in terms of like actual basketball minds, in terms of just minds in general, I wouldn't want to have him on my team. I'm a Pelicans fan. We have Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson. 
And I'm saying, I would rather have those two, and I would rather keep my point guard that is right now, which is um, Sadoransky, than bring Kyrie Irving in. Because all he's going to do is make that culture 10 times more toxic. And I don't need that right now. The Nets yeah, I mean, don't need that right Kyrie now. Is like, and, he's, 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 and he's taking his own trade value, too. So, you, guys, it's time for our bets of the episode. So, yeah, I did a parlay last time, so my bet's not complete until like yeah, yeah, um, so after yeah, Monday. I mean, most of our bets like from this past week aren't complete. Hey, my so. bets won't be complete till Monday. Yeah, yeah so um, only two there. bets were complete. And guess what, guys? Both of them lost. Marcellus had the White Sox over the Astros on the spread, and Alex had the White Sox over the Astros on the Money Lion game one. Guess what? The White Sox lost. So you uh-huh. both you guys take L's. But everyone else, like, best is exclusive. I obviously have the chance over Eagles on the spread. Sam, you have the Panthers over the Eagles on a spread and Ravens over Colts on the spread in the same game par- in, a, in a parlay. Play, oh, Adam, so. Adam. Go ahead, Alex. Go ahead. At least I challenge myself other than uh, someone in here that does easy-ass bets. Oh, no, you ain't talking now. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, Miss Alex, you can talk shit well, you're not in last place. Here's the thing, Get Alex. Out of last place first, then you can talk shit. Alex, I took a parlay bet two weeks in a row. And I lost. Mike, Mike talk me when you're on the 10 game winning streak. Talk to me when guys, you're in last place. Yo, 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 guys. Can you believe the balls on this kid right now? He's in last place. And he's trash-talking the guy that's in second place. As we are first place, a newest episode. Can you believe the sack of balls on this guy? He has actually, balls. It's, it's, it's Mike, actually, Mike? <laughs> Plank, bitch. I taught you well. I taught him well. <laughs> I was about to because I, I was about to say, like, it's kind of sad that a newbie is has a better record than you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Shot fire. All right, Adam, what's your bet of the week, bitch? Oh, all right, um, I'm Chris has the Bears over the Raiders. Um, I think Michael, you have the Cowboys over the Giants on the spread, and Patriots over the Texans on my line at parlay. So you know what, Michael, you called me out last week. You're you called me out and said you want me to change my bet so that way I can go head to head with you. If you have and any balls, you know what, Michael? I accept your challenge. I'm going right. to take the Giants against the Cowboys. I have them covering this. I have them covering the seven points on the spread. I'm taking. Adam, the, I, I'm looking at the Giants. You know what? They're coming off a really. They're coming off a really um. Um, they're coming off a big win against the Saints, and Daniel Jones is really playing well. I think he'll. And they need to play well. I'm not necessarily saying the Giants are going to win this game, but you know what? I can see them making this. I can see them making this a close game. I can see them making this a close game. I think the Giants will cover the seven point spread. You know what, Adam? You ain't stupid as I thought you were. So that's my bet. Also, we do have Chris's bet. 
Chris is taking the Rays over the Red Sox on the money line in game three. All right. Who wants to go next? Alex, you want to go? Sure. Uh, I'm going to do a parlay. Ooh, parlay time. So I'm going to take Buffalo money line and the Dodgers money line. And game what? Two? Game two. Okay. All right. I, I got it down. All right. Sam, go ahead. I'm taking the Tampa Bay Rays in game two. All right. Money line, um, right? And, uh, um, money line, and I'm going to do a parlay with that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do um, a parlay with um, Alex's bet. Dodgers in game two. Okay. Actually, wait, no, wait, wait, wait. I want to switch that. Yeah. I want to go head to head with Alex. I'm going to choose the Giants in game two. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Things are heating up on our bet segment. All right, Michael, we do not have Marcellus' bet, so you have to make a pick for Marcellus. Go ahead. Cowboys versus Giants. Okay. Money line. Gotcha. Oh, I should have done that. If you want, you could change it right now. Can I do a double parlay? Is that possible? Where I do three or no? You, you can do it. You can. Okay, I'm going to do a double parlay then and add the Giants and Cowboys. And you're picking which? You're picking the Cowboys? Cowboys, obviously. The Giants, you know, they're uh, on, the, you on, know, the sp- on the spread. Money line. Okay. What up, Adam? I got one more bet that I got this week. All right, Michael. Last up. Go ahead. You know what? Wait, wait. For more stuff, did you pick spread or money line? Uh, spread. Knowing him, he picks okay. spread. Okay, gotcha. All right, do your bet. Go ahead. Give me a sec. You know what? I'm going to do a college football bet. I can't believe I'm going to say this, brother. Even though I cannot stand this football team, this is business. I can't. I'm going with the Ohio State Buckeyes (laughs) over Maryland. The spread. Okay. My friend um, Walter, who's a huge Ohio State fan, is not gonna be happy with you, Big Money Mike. Fuck the fuck, Ohio State. Fuck guys, come on, Alex, just lead the chant. What's Ohio State's nickname? We call them. Fuck the fuck guys, guys. Fuck the fuck guys. guys. All right, guys, that's all for our bets, and that's all for this episode. I mean, I mean, I'm tired right now, guys. I mean, we've been working so many episodes lately. I mean, oh, yeah, there's a perfect way to end the episode. Michael, how was vacation? Go ahead, tell us. Let's just say I got a... if this if this is going on the air, let's just say the this same is going on the air. Let's just say the magnum was the magnum was the only thing that wasn't hidden last night. 
I'm Mo Michael. I'm Maguire. okay. I think I think I think that's when we end the episode. I'm joking. It was a great trip. You know, I got some fun, had some beers, went out partying. Let's just say, you know, I met some sexy women that got me out of my breakup. So all the viewers, thank you for being more supportive over my breakup. We appreciate you. I appreciate the the, the pain I went through and you guys have my back. Me and my right, fiance, we just broke up, you know, but I'm over it. So, you know, I got my health, I got my friends, I got my family, I got my strength. But however, ladies, I'm back like a Michael Jordan. I'm back like a Michael Jordan. Coming against the Indiana Pacers in 1995. Yeah, Michael, it sucks to hear about your breakup, but you know what? That, but as you all know, like sometimes that happens in relationships. I understand, like you were engaged with her, so I understand it might be it must have been hurtful for you. But at the end of the day, life goes on. So we're happy that um, we're happy that we're happy to support you. We're happy to see that um, you are uh, getting your, yourself on the right track again. Ladies, Again, ladies, ladies, just so you know, he's single now. Damn right. All right, brothers. We All right, guys. That's it. This has been episode 47 of the Gay Game of Thrones. Yours truly, Am Rasani, Mario Cunningham, Ag Shreesh, and Sam Morales. If you like what you heard, leave a like and follow and subscribe to the podcast. Also, if you want to join the conversation, drop a comment or a review, and I may feature it in a future episode. Remember, my friends. Those human dreams are just fancy. If you can imagine a world, believe in it and dive in. See you next time. And until then, stay lit. And we're out.